Yo, what's up everyone? You're listening to True to Size episode 187. What kind of gun was that there, Joel? That was like a, they call it a Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. Huh? Wesson. <laughs> Smith and Wesson, huh? Jeez, sounded... You'll add sponsor, sponsors. You'll it's, add. no. <laughs> I refute that. This episode is not sponsored by Smith and Wesson. <laughs> Smith and Wesson. Maybe Smith and Wesson, but not Smith yeah, and Wesson. Yeah, yeah. Don't get it twisted. Uh, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to True Two Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I'm joined by the rest of the quarantine at Canada Got Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Yo, 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 yo. Mr. Alvin Martinez. Ooh. <laughs> what kind of gun was that? Huh? It was a toy gun. That was a toy, <laughs> toy gun. gun. <laughs> Toy gun. That was a toy gun. Toy gun. We have Schmidt and Wesson and toy guns. Perfect. <laughs> was, uh, what's the what's the what's the toy brand? Uh, ba- uh, ben, uh I don't even know. Barbie. Bandai? Barbie. Bandai. Bar- Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> Think of it's a all, Barbie gun. <laughs> all the toy companies you could have listed. You listen the only one that probably has never made a toy gun. <laughs> he's a he's a dad girl. He is. He is a, a girl dad. Girl dad. A, <laughs> dad girl. Damn. <laughs> dad, girl, girl, dad, dad girl, toy Barbie gun, gun, gun toy. Gun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most Filipino Joel has sounded since we started the podcast. <laughs> He's a dad girl. <laughs> dad girl. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We've got a great show for you guys this week. We're keeping it in the holiday spirit like from last week with our fire round question and following it up with some holiday drops in the CGS picks once again. After that, we're going to talk about more supply chain issues and how it may affect the sneaker world in 2022. And finally, we've got a bunch of EEEs. And before that, we're going to do all that before we dive into our main discussion, which was also inspired by a couple more listener-submitted questions. So it's a very uh, listener-heavy podcast, which is good. We love hearing from you guys. So we, thank we you. We love the listeners, man. Yeah. Love you guys. We, we love the listeners. So keep sending in those questions, and we'll keep trying to get to them. But first, Joel. <laughs> fire round. That's right, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick-hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from... See it? I regret this now because I said it's a very listener-heavy episode and I chose to do the fire round myself. <laughs> but that's only because I took what could have been fire round questions and expanded them into main discussion topics. So uh-uh. hopefully I'm forgiving. Okay. But uh, once again, so in the holiday spirit, we had a very holiday Christmassy episode last week. And in the holiday spirit, in keeping with that, I want to know, because the holiday season is coming up, what is your favorite holiday drop of all time? I don't want us to include, however, so this is where it gets a little bit more difficult, actual Christmas-themed sneakers. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking just sneakers that come out in December in the past. Obviously, we all know there's always a Jordan 11 release in December, so maybe it's that. Um, yep. I'm sure that's where we're going to heavily skew it, but maybe we have some other memorable December cops that will make the list. We're going to start with Joel here. What is your favorite holiday drop of all time that's not 
a Christmas themed sneaker? Oddly specific question from me. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I remember um, what year was that when the first drop of the Concord 11s dropped? 2011. Um, yeah. What year again? 2011. <laughs> 2011 was it 2011 i think yeah. it was 2011 okay so that year i remember specifically um it was you know shout out to to the homie uh sumo mike sumo over here um, mike. He, he held me down over at, at champs um and i was i was hitting he was hitting me up he's like yo what time are you coming what time are you coming and then i remember i was like just running a bit late and i was like yo i'm gonna be there probably like just before 12 he's like all right cool i got your i got your pair unlocked don't worry about it i got you so i'm like all right cool so when i got there the mall was like a mess it was just crazy um he was telling me that that it was just a zoo it was chaos it was chaotic he had bagged my shoes and he had duct taped it like twice (laughs) and he had bagged it again so it was like bulletproof waterproof you can use it as a flotation device if you're like you know stranded in the ocean. <laughs> that shit was like on lock. Like he he like double bagged that because he was like, they're checking bags when you walk out the door, and they're like, you know, people I'm hearing people are getting jumped. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, yo, you know, you're you it's just crazy. It was just crazy, just crazy. So that drop alone, I remember specifically because it was just madness. And then sure enough, when I got my shoes. And I walked out, scraps happened, like in front of Starbucks, in front of Square One. There was scraps going on. I had no idea what the hell was going on. And I was like, yo, I'm out of here. Let's go. I got my shoes, secured the bag, and I was out of that mall. But yeah, that was like probably one of the most memorable drops of December. It was, I guess, it was close to Christmas yep. that that I can remember. And it was just because it was just like the whole experience of going through it all. And it's... It was just like specifically, I remember it till this day, like, like it just happened, like you know what I mean. So, but yeah, like those kind of things, they'll stick, they'll stick yep. to that, to that, to that specific shoe. I uh, yeah, man. Alvin and I both worked at Foot Locker at that time, and mm. uh, up until that point, every other Jordan Eleven, because that was always the big release every year, and it still kind of mm-hmm. is, but not as much anymore. Was always pre-orders, yeah. and yeah, that was yeah. the last one. Alvin, correct me if I'm wrong, that had pre-orders. The uh, Concord? Concords. Yeah, you are definitely most correct, sir. Um, so like, everything after that was a, it was hectic. As yeah, but even I remember at Champs, because Champs never did pre-orders. We worked at Foot Locker. Champs never did pre-orders. And like, it was an absolute zoo. The Concord 11 was like the beginning of modern day sneakers. And I think that people cite it a lot. But Joel's story really tells you because up until that point, we didn't have situations like that in Canada. We always saw it happening like from afar in the States, like the States is an older sneaker culture than we do. That was more common, not saying it's a good thing, but it was a lot more common to have like that level hype on shit that was dropping. That stuff Mm -hmm. didn't happen in Canada. Sneakers was not in the mainstream like that, where you had to worry about shit like that in Canada, at least it was still difficult to get stuff when it was really, really hot. But like, you could get it still. You never had to worry about fights and jump. Like all that stuff is yeah. was just like foreign, especially to people who yeah. were working in sneakers at the time. We were like, "What is happening? Like, where were you guys? Because yeah. we were do- we've been doing this for every year. <laughs> like, yeah, where were you guys yeah. for Space Jams? <laughs> like, Space Jams was easy. You just walk in and got Ooh. it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was like. 
because if everyone will remember then that that was a december release two months later for all star is when they dropped um galaxy phone posits and that again like those two drops back to back were like man like they need to write it literally they could probably produce a movie about like that time in sneakers because it's so key to everything that's going on right now and it's like literally like the big bang no pun intended because that was the big bang back but like that was literally the big bang for sneakers where like in canada that's where it really just like exploded like literally just took off um Mm. so that's a really good answer alvin do you want to go next yeah i was gonna i was just gonna echo all y'all and say the 11s were definitely the most Mm. memorable um one through experience and two just like as as someone who was working in retail, like the anticipation, the the amount of phone calls we would get on a daily basis, like literally half the time, like in December before they released, half the time I was a secretary for my own store because I was just literally answering questions yeah. about like, oh, hey, are you getting them? How many pairs? Like how many? Like, are you doing pre-orders? Like where you line up or like i I don't i I don't even honestly it wasn't even girls i was calling i'm sorry that i made that sound like a girl i don't know why you use that uh, (laughs) definitely not uh, the people calling for jordan (laughs) no honestly so yo some moms call some girlfriends call i'm like yo stay home stay safe don't even bother because it's gonna get hectic Mm -hmm. um and yeah i would say like the most hectic release for me anyway was when i was working with lawrence and it was a bread bread 11 year after the concord Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah the the one right after the concord yeah. that was super duper hectic first time and we, we were first there first yo, yeah we were there hella oh, early and it was like it was it was crazy Lying and uh um, of the mall yeah yeah and it got it got kind of hectic but yeah. we all we all uh we all were you know safe mm-hmm. after luckily uh and so yeah. was everyone else who tried to get the shoe so no incidents no incidents so yeah no it was fun though at the end of the day it was all fun it was it was cool to see the uh culture coming into canada and turning into that and um obviously we know what it is now so yeah Yeah. dope all right i got one and it's uh really memorable for me because it's like you always remember your first almost and uh this is my first christmas working at foot locker so it had just freshly gotten into sneakers hadn't literally had not known a single thing in the August of that year. So four months before Christmas had not known a single fucking thing about anything sneaker related. Um, working sneakers and all of a sudden there's a release coming out, whatever, probably like December 23rd or whatever, which is already insane to me. Like they released sneakers two days before Christmas. Um, and it was dubbed the space jam Jordan 11. And I was like, objectively not even knowing a whole lot about sneakers. I was grew up loving space jam like absolutely loved that movie as a kid and even as like still obviously to this day but loved that movie as a kid love 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 that movie um so obviously it was like why is it called space jam and everyone's like he wore the space jam like he wore this sneaker in that movie and i was like holy shit that's the coolest thing i've ever heard in my entire life like that she was coming out and i happened to work here so 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 cool and then they're like, you have to pre-order it in September. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I'm, I'm not yeah. going to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, so I actually didn't end up pre-ordering it. And I remember this very vividly as well. Didn't end up pre-ordering it. Um, 
and decided I wanted it like the month of like in December because you know in high school your funds are not set up three months in advance they're set up paycheck to paycheck so um, yeah I was For like real. two weeks before I was like okay I want them and I, like I said we did not do we did pre-orders at Full Locker but Champs did first come first serve so I walked down to Champs don't remember who it was may have been Wendell um, at the time but uh, mm, was, been was gracious yeah. enough to just you know, say, you're good, I got you. Because again, this is a different time. Like, being held down pairs was not as serious as it is now. Like, being held down pairs in 2021 is a lot different than it was in 2009. There was no backdooring. There was no plug. It was just, yeah. just you're yeah. my homie, I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was not a big deal. Like, no one would, it wasn't a thing. It was just Yeah, like, no one's going to get cheese at yeah. you. Everyone's gonna it's get not like now there. where it's so pre- prevalent and people are, whatever. Anyway, so... Ended up getting them from there, and that's the first shoe I ever got. I remember coming home um, with them that day, putting them on in my then carpeted bedroom, and looking down and just being like, "Wowed!" Like, had never felt that way about a pair of shoes before, and it was like absolutely insane to me. Um, and I like that's the first shoe that I ever got, and was like, "These need to be worn for something special." And I didn't end up wearing them for I think it was probably over a year because I wore them for my high school graduation. Um, I saved them and kept them dead stock until that point. And like every once in a while, I would take them out and look at them. But like that for me is like, and I still have to, I still have the pair. Um, it would be nice to have another pair of Space Jams because that one, it's now over a decade old. But uh, yeah, Concords this year are now turning 10 years old, which is insane because yeah, they would have been 2011. That's crazy. So 2021. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Space Jams definitely are near and dear Ooh. to my heart. For uh, <laughs> obviously a different reason for than yeah. most, but uh, that's jokes though, bro. Because I remember leaving or or sorry, going to a wedding ceremony, and you know how there's that break in between. That break in between that wedding ceremony, I went to Foot Locker at Square One to pre-order my pair of Space Jam. That's that year. sick. <laughs> in September, it was so jokes, bro. I just yep. it was, and then at that time too, I remember that you don't you didn't even have to put down the full uh, yeah, amount. Yeah, you put down yet. like a fifty dollar gift. It was card. literally like yeah, fifty bucks, and then you you just you could have paid the rest like. Uh, mm. on december 23rd when you went to pick them up yeah. nice which was ridiculous and honestly like damn yeah that that was fun well, those days were so good it was a different time but while we're at it just <laughs> so anyone isn't familiar yeah. because i hear a lot of people saying like why don't they just do pre-orders it'd be so much easier in 2021 it would not be easier in 2009 it was way easier but uh what the system was is literally just people calling the store endlessly saying you guys are getting this, the Space Jam 11s of when are pre-orders opening. And then all of a sudden, Foot Locker head office just sends the stores an email and says, pre-orders open on Monday, basically. And it's like Friday. And then all of a sudden, all the list of people that called in, you would be calling them and saying like, yo, Monday, you can come pre-order them. And like every sales associate would have a list of like customers that you would call and like trying to get them in because you would get the sale for it, obviously. Um, and then they would all come in and like there was still a finite number. It was just reserving your pair almost, which is why it yeah. wouldn't work in 2021. Like it's September, they're not still producing any pairs of Space Jam 11s. So if Space, if so, if Foot Locker bought 10,000 pairs. Those 10,000 pairs are allocated on a per person basis, depending on which stores had already pre-sold them. So there was no extra pairs unless there wasn't enough pre-orders. Um, but pre-orders could sell out, and your store, like if you worked at a smaller store and didn't have as long a list, maybe you had four pre-orders, so you only got four pairs. But if you're at a bigger store, like a square one, like where Alvin mentioned, or even Bramley City Center in Brampton, where I worked, you get 200 pre-orders. So you get 200 pairs. Um, but it was just so different. Because like, if you did that in 2021, there would have been a lineup Sunday night to get into the store Monday morning to pre-order the shoe. Yeah. Which is not any yeah. better than people lining up the day before 
to come and buy the shoe um, on the release day. So yeah, people saying pre-orders need to come back, just it just doesn't make sense because people will then line up for the pre-order and you're in the same there's, boat. There's too many secrets now. Yep, it's just different. It's not feasible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's just different. Crazy. Yeah, that was a good little mini discussion. Thank you for the question, Lawrence. If you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at canadagotsoul at gmail.com. Next up, CGS picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop-de-whoop, or Alvin's trademarked phrase. Burr super good. Oh, that's a new one almost a little bit. Okay. A good one. I like that I mean, one. It's the same, but different. Inspired by Joel. Yeah. Who you, Joel? Uh, he's a dad girl. Dad girl. Dad girl. I love it when the episode title writes itself, though. That's definitely, I appreciate that a lot. Um, I'm going to forget, but I like the idea of it. So I'm going to go first because neither of these guys deserve it right now. Um, and my pick this week is the ASICs. Yes, ASICs in collaboration with kith 10 year anniversary gel light five salmon toe yes that's right kith and asics are releasing another salmon toe-esque not salmon toe-esque salmon toe sneaker um so as we all know kith turns 10 years old this year they've done a huge rollout for different products and collaborations a lot kind of thing and they're also bringing out the not a 2.0 because they did a 2.0 of the Salmon Toe Gel Light 3, but like a ser- second in the series um, Salmon Toe Asics sneaker on the Gel Light 5. Uh, very, if you're familiar, I mean, the title of the shoe kind of writes itself. It's it's a navy sneaker, white midsole, salmon toe box. Um, and I think these are absolutely killer. Like, mm-hmm. killer. I am, and I'm probably going to get flamed by at least one big Kith head that I know listens to the podcast, probably other Kith heads, but I prefer the Gel Light 5, just generally speaking, over the Gel Light 3. Silhouette-wise and fit-slash-comfort-wise, the Gel Light 3 just never agreed with my foot, or I would have owned a couple of different pairs because I do like this, like the, the collaborations that have shown up on it. The Gel Light 5, on the other hand, is just like, a really nice shaped sneaker overall. Like it's got the bullet toe. It's like really just well designed overall. And it, I find it more comfortable with like the sock liner, almost like a Hirachi sock yeah. uh, tongue thing. This colorway on it absolutely slaps. I think that this is better. Again, I'm sorry, specifically Calby. Um, I think this is better than the Gel Light 3. And the Gel Light 3 is an absolute classic. I remember trying for the Gel Light 3 online, like an absolute idiot, not knowing, like running around like a chicken with my head cut off, like, how do I buy this ASICS? Like, I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> 10 years ago or whatever, trying to buy this sneaker. But I did try to get it because it just blew me away because you had never seen anything like that before. Um, mm. But yeah, the Gel Light 5, I think, is better overall salmon colorway just pops really well on the silhouette um they're dropping alongside the leatherback which i don't really have an affinity for but it's got some history behind it so very cool that they're putting that mm-hmm. on a july 5 as well and they're dropping well you all missed it yesterday uh black friday so you all missed it because this is out on saturday but uh yeah black friday release they're coming out special packaging whole huzzah um very very cool release Really cool rollout. I know that anybody who owned a pair of the Gel Light 3 had access to a private Zoom with Ronnie. 
I'm sure you got like a breakdown. I'm hearing there may have been some early access or seated pairs involved in all that whole situation. So congratulations to all those individuals. But uh, yeah, all things considered, we'll definitely be trying for this pair on Friday. If you're listening to this on Saturday, I tried yesterday. I guess we'll find out if I did. <laughs> I guess we'll find out if I got them. But uh, yeah, a really mm-hmm. cool shoe. Whoopty whoop! Congratulations to Ronnie because you knocked it out of the park. Just really well done. Is it a is it a hot take that I think the Gel Light Five is better than the Gel Light Three? Like, am I going to get crucified on the internet or? I don't know. I'm not really a six guy. If I had to pick one of three, I'd pick the OG Salmon Toe though, um, just because it does have that white midsole on it, mm-hmm. and I feel like the shape of that. Like the original salmon toe is a bit better than the shape of the 2.0. But again, not an ASICS guy. I'm just talking my shit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Either one. Like the Jelly 5 is pretty dope, though. I, I get what you're saying. Um, that split toe on the Jelly, that, that split Never tongue on the Jelly 3 doesn't. I got yeah. a fat foot, fat wide <clears throat> foot. Um, <clears throat> yeah. so it doesn't work with my foot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a dope silhouette. It's just I can't rock it because it doesn't yes. look good on my foot. Which is but if I had part. to pick one, I'd still pick the OG. So, interesting. Mm-hmm. Joel, what about you? I know that you have. Uh, do you own you own some Gel Light threes and fives, right? Yeah, yeah. And just like you, I agree with the fives. It's mm. just like it is so comfy. Um, the way that you could just slide your foot into that into that sock, the way that it's mm-hmm. made is unbelievable. And to see it with a a salmon toe, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yep. Um, but I do agree with Cuzzo. Um, with the OG salmon toe, um, just the shape of it is like, I don't know. It's, it's just amazing. I think back then the older split tongues were more forgiving than the ones that, that so if you were to get your size, it would, it would be like, you know, it would be laced up proper and stuff like that. So from what I think, from what I think, but yeah, but yeah, man, I don't know. I like, I like the fives though. The fives are nice. They look I'm, good, I'm man. They look I'm pretty torn. good. Yeah, man. I think history aside, the five is better. History included, obviously, goes to the three. But mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wear the gel light three. So fuck them. Uh, Whoop de whoop. Joel, what's your pick this week? All right, so my pick is the Adidas South Park. Okay, I'm gonna butcher this. Kyle. The sound it out <laughs> by the syllables. Brofflovskis. That's right. You know the one of the, the major character, one That's of the right. major characters on South Park. But yeah, man, it's their uh, Adidas Superstar. Uh, crazy shoe, crazy shoe. When I first saw it, I'm like, wow, these pop. Um, the South Park uh, box, the detail on the box is just amazing. Um, I think they they this is the second one that they did. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I think they did the uh, the Tauli one. Correct. Okay. So yeah. So this is the second one they did. It's green upper to match his um his I guess his 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 green green hat um or or his gloves maybe. But the swoosh. I mean the swoosh. Woo! Woo! The, the stripes. Swoosh the on the stripes, mind. And and the heel tab. It's it's got that 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 furry look to it just like his hat um but yeah it's 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 crazy the tongue is in the orange like his jacket his utility jacket and the cool thing about the the tongue it's it's got like a a, the 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 pocket you know the chest pocket on on his on his shirt on his jacket it's on the tongue so it's like a stash pocket kind of thing 
a lot of details uh, went into this shoe. Um, just like I said, with that chenille look for the the, the stripes and for the heel tab, um, along with you know the orange laces and the orange tongue, this shoe just pops. Um, super dope colorway, off white um, sole, uh, uh, shell toe. Everything is 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 crazy. I like it. I'm feeling it. Uh, it's later slated slated to drop sometime later in 2022. Uh, I'm not sure when. I'm gonna guess maybe in the winter months because of the whole, you know, South Park kind of thing, the whole vibe of it. Um, but yeah, man, these are super cute. I'm going to try to get these. Super, super, super cute. Super cute, he says. The Super duper cute. Adidas, once yeah, again, man. they're killing it. I don't know about that. Did you guys see that Simpsons one, that Superstar? The cat? It's coming out. Mm-hmm. Look at no, look it up after. It. It's, it's Snowball. This The Simpsons' cat. On a oh, super, on a superstar, true. those are oh, yeah? not those are not good. Um, <laughs> they're not good. <laughs> no, those are not good. But everything else has been really solid as of late, so I'll give them a pass. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> um, Alvin, what do you got? I got the uh, Reebok Question Pink Toe. Um, if you haven't or never seen a Reebok question, it's Allen Iverson's first signature sneaker. If you don't know who Allen Iverson is, stop listening to this podcast. Oof. Um, like, it doesn't make sense. If you like sneakers, you like whatever, It's you got to know. Uh, it's a classic, classic silhouette. It's in the mid-cut. Um, so, obviously, it's called the pink toe because the toe cap is pink. You also have a pink translucent outsole and the rest of the shoe aside from the laces as well uh is going to be a white um man you can't honestly this color blocking it's super dope um and i love pink so you already know like i i i adore this sneaker um and it hits man like it's coming in full family sizing which is dope Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh if if i could afford four pairs i would but there's <laughs> there's no way um these are set to release on monday november 29th so this is the monday after you listen to this or maybe the day you are listening to this so if you are looking for a pink toe go now uh it'll be retailing the men's size anyway will retail at about 200 dollars canadian uh grade school you're probably looking at about 150 or so and then so forth for the other pairs you go down a little bit um these are honestly a super duper super duper cute like so good oh they, so they, good. Uh, so I, good. I honestly no. want these for myself but i honestly during the christmas season i just can't justify spending 200 dollars. yeah uh so on myself good. however we did do a Got a gift guide last week, and for anyone who has a significant other who is a sneakerhead, yes, I am sure this is a pair that you can, you know, give yeah. them, and it wouldn't be a mistake. Like they would appreciate this pair. That's actually not um, a bad idea. Now that I think yeah. about it, so I mean, if you feel like you know spending two hundred dollars on your significant other and whatnot, like I say, do it because this pair is beautiful. That's a um, super duper yeah. cute for me. However. I mean, we'll see what what gifts we're getting the girls, but I mean, I wouldn't mind a matching pair for my daughters. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see and what maybe happens. Sasha we'll too. Yeah, yeah. It could be like a mother daughter type. And uh, then situation. if all three of them have it, I'm not getting it. No, I'm like, I can't do it, man. That's already four hundred dollars between the three of them. It's so true. it's like, oof. 
Pairs for Max. Ooh. Yeah, Max. No, Max, Max, Max's <laughs> paws are amazing. They look like Lion King paws. I'm good. Yeah, man. nice. <laughs> yeah, super duper cute for me, man. I really like these. And again, that's a good yeah. good call out because if you are looking for somebody to buy these or buy something, looking for something to buy for someone, <laughs> that was yes, hard to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, these yeah. are a great option because they're not going to sell out right away. And it's one of those mm-hmm. shoes that like is a solid, solid pickup that I think anyone would appreciate. Yeah. Male, female, yeah. even for kid. Real. Like these are just dope. It's they're beautiful. Goes, it's on trend with like and quality is crazy. Like it look like the leather looks good. The suede on the toe looks good. Like yeah. that Ooh. pink translucent sole. Like it just hits so well. Like oh, they're beautiful. Very, very so well done. Um, yeah, great pick and just gave me a couple ideas. So thank you, Alvin. Um, and anybody who has Alvin for Secret Santa, you know what to get him now. Uh, That's it. He wants that shoe. Or anybody listening who may be related to Alvin, who lives in the same household as him, and looking for something to get for Alvin. Love you. <laughs> I may have already sent this clip to somebody. <laughs> but uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, this week in kicks. This is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers, and. First of all, it's been almost two years of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So mm. I do want to say, keep going. We're almost there, I hope, to everybody listening. Because it's been... When you think about two years, that's a long fucking time. Um, mm. So shout out to everybody for like keeping on chugging, staying positive. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we've been a light, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the Nike delays due to this are not over yet. And we have another example of that. But uh, it seems the COVID-related delays are not done with yet, and we may have only seen the tip of the iceberg. In an email sent to a store owner, Nike says that all of their upcoming order shipping... Sorry, I can't read. All of their upcoming orders will be canceled due to supply chain issues. That's all of holiday 2021, all of spring 2022, and all of summer 2022 canceled. Um, That's not a little bit of stuff. That's a lot of product that the store is not now getting. The email reads, because the screenshot was posted to Twitter, Dear partner, COVID-19 continues to impact the global supply chain and create transportation disturbances as a result of this dynamic and unprecedented situation. We regret to inform you that the Nike futures orders for spring 2022, summer 2022, and the balance of the holiday 2021... product will be canceled this means any holiday 2021 orders that have not shipped yet will not be fulfilled nor will any orders for spring 2022 and summer 2022 in addition due to the same supply chain uh, challenges nike will not offer at once orders until further notice we understand that this direction is difficult information to hear our goal is to resume supply chain uh, as soon as possible and we are committed to communicating transparent and timely updates about future seasons please contact your nike marketplace partner representative um so that's i did they i don't it wasn't revealed which store this was sent to but obviously one that's like devastating to whatever store just got this because nike for at least a lot of sneaker stores is their bread and butter um Mm -hmm. so that's absolute trash so that's the first thing the second thing is i don't think that we need to panic too much because apparently and this has been semi-confirmed um larger what they call neighborhood accounts which would be like your livestock caps like boutique places um like the more Mm -hmm. elevated experience stores will not be affected by this and the email was probably sent to like a smaller account, like a mom and pop that doesn't have the same like 
quote unquote clout for lack of a better word that a neighborhood yeah. account would have. So it's not yeah. all bad, but obviously very devastating for this store. And I'm sure other stores that will experience the same thing. So our hearts go out to those people, but yeah, that's, that's scary, man. Just as like a business owner yeah. and like from a human standpoint, all of your orders for three seasons up until next fall, basically like September, October is when the fall stuff would start coming in. No Nike mm. product that could ruin a business quite easily. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just devastating. Hard, yeah. Hard to swallow. Just to even think about, but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't fret too much if you're concerned which obviously is the not the point of this story, but if you're concerned about not being able to get your sneakers, should be okay, but it will still be difficult going into the new year, similar to how it has been now. Like things will still be showing up one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. five months late to, to a lot of retailers. Next up, previously in Kicks, this is the part of the show where we reveal our pickups and recap latest happenings ever in our sneaker lives. Um, Alvin, anything to report in the last week? Any pink toe? Allen Iverson sneakers by chance. <laughs> no, no pink toes as of yet. Uh, however, the Under Armour fam did send over the Curry Flow 9s in two colorways. First colorway was the Sesame Street Count Von Count colorway, which is predominantly black, and you got them hints of, you know, different colors. Really super dope. Love that pair. And then you also have the Rise and Grind colorway, which is much more my type. Really colorful. You got hits in pink, purple, blue, uh, that yo, I played. I played balling them on Sunday. Oh, you wore them already? Of course. Of course. Yeah. I was you know, honestly. Whenever I get a curry, it's like a straight to foot thing. Just because every single year that they've released a curry, there's always been massive improvements. Uh, and this this pair did not disappoint. Um, abs- for me, I'm a wide foot guy. Um, the size 11 for me fit perfectly. Um, f- for the most part. Uh, usually when I, when I have to play ball in a new pair of shoes, I have to worry about my pinky toe getting crushed mm. or, <laughs> or just like still the shoe not being wide enough for my foot. Uh, however, yeah. the Curry Flow 9 is, can I say perfect? Perfect, he said. Per- Yo, it's my new ball Ooh. shoe. Perf- he um, said perfect? I- perfect. For me. Perfect. Did he say for, like, perfect, it fit me per- I did. He said perfect. Perfect. Uh, perfect. It fit me perfectly, man. Like I, I didn't have to wear them in at all. Uh, usually, for me, <laughs> after playing like one game, like my foot hurts somewhere because of how mm. it doesn't fit me perfectly. But yeah. the Curry's, yo, like they fit perfect. Like perfect? I didn't have no foot pains. Perfect. The width was amazingly perfect. perfect. Um, <laughs> and uh, I will say that my shot in the first game when I wasn't tired was perfect. Was perfect. Uh, the games after that, though, I mean, not perfect. Don't ask, don't ask my teammates, but <laughs> definitely not the high percentage as it was on in the first game. But yeah, I, I'd highly suggest for anyone with a wide foot, uh, anybody, anybody who loves basketball, you know, try out the Curry Flow Nine. Man, they are super comfy. Perfect. That <laughs> grip is perfect. perfect. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just Thank yo, you. shout out to Under Armour. Uh, it's a dope shoe. And then uh, I also hit on the Pata Air Max ones. The uh, Burgundy pair. Yep. You, you, you. Uh, on the fence about them. I'm going to wait till I see them in person. Mm. Um, honestly, I, I bought them just because I, I tried not thinking I was actually going to hit. And then when I hit, I was like, all right, cool. 
Uh, so I'm gonna wait to see nice. them in person. Duties kind of kill me though, bro. Like, yeah, you got slapped. I got face. hit with like ninety seven dollars duty. So the shoe came up to like two ninety two ninety some Canadian plus ninety seven dollars in duty. Mm. So it came up to like three almost four hundred dollars. Dang. Uh, and that's retail, bro. So I mean, damn. It it's I'm gonna be in trouble. It's steep. <laughs> it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Zam. That's it. It's cool though, man. That's cool. Nice. I uh I will say, and I'll semi go next. Got the same pairs of Curry cool. Nines as Alvin did. I uh, haven't had a chance to play in them yet, but just holding it in hand. Yeah. Already my favorite Curry in the Super whole light. line. Very light. The aesthetic materials. is beautiful. Aesthetic yeah. detailing quality, all kind of you come to expect it now with the Curry line, especially for the price yeah. point. It, you can't really can't beat it for a performance basketball shoe. Um, yeah. but yeah, I could just tell that like the upper, whatever material that it, I, they told us the material and I forgot, so I apologize, but, uh, the material is fire. Uh, just generally speaking, it looks like it's going to perform well. So I'm really excited to get it on foot and on court. Um, yeah, but yeah thank you to Under Armour Canada for that. Nothing else to report for me though, for this week. Uh, Joel, anything for you? No, but I was busy um, winterizing my vehicle. Again? Um, yeah, I actually had it uh, rust-proofed. Ooh, um, I got to do that too. Yeah, so check out Crown Mississauga. Um, they take care of you perfect, perfect. Sponsored. Crown. What's, uh, what's the price looking like, guys? So, like, for, like, SUVs, like, small SUVs is about, like, you're probably gonna walk out the door with like 139. The way she worked it, yeah, 139 for like smaller cars, it's like 129. Yo, but they'll take they take care of you, man. As long as you send like you know a reference, you know, let's just say like yo, Canada got soul sent you. They'll be like, yo, who the is that? And like you know, give you a discount, man. So like you know they'll okay. I'll say Kuya Joel, Kuya Joel Dooney sent me. Yeah, Joel's affiliate is about to go burr. Affiliate revenue, baby. Yeah, but it's it's proper. The way that they do it is proper. They get into your door jams and everything. Um oh, the thing no. is that they, they drill holes. Yeah, yeah. So keep keep that I in mind. That. But they'll cover it up though to protect it and stuff like that. So you're good. Um but yeah, they'll drill holes in your door and into your into your door frame and, and stuff like that. So just to get into like the nook and crannies, but but everything's proper, man. Um one thing though, don't park it in the garage or in your driveway because I got so much like oil leaks all oh. over my, my and it driveway. stays no like it uh, yeah like kind of stays it. I'm gonna have to like, power, Yeah, I'm gonna have to power wash it. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> or I'll have to even it out or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's all I did, man. Just that's it and, and whatnot. But so are you yeah, winter no ready now with the whips? Is there anything else I to am do? winter ready? Can't wait for it to snow. Bring on the snow. We got a little, we got some flurries last week, right? We didn't get snow, snow. It didn't stick. We got a little bit of. Oh, some, some. Yeah. You guys got some. There's nothing in, in Mississauga. Oh, no? Oh. I know in Brampton, it's it snowed up there a bit. It's stuck, when I went like, up to work, yeah. I was like, whoa. Literally maybe two centimeters. Like, just yeah. a, just Oof. enough to say that there's snow on the ground, basically. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like, even on the cars, I'm like, whoa, what the? Yep. It was sticking to the to the cars. Yep. It was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's it coming. Shocking. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, thumbs up, thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up, thumbs down. And we actually, this week, have some explaining to do. Last Ooh. week, we did hyped slides. 
And specifically, I asked you guys because I know, once again, that within your Filipino culture, slides, sandals, slippers, whatever you want to call them, very big, mm-hmm. very, very big part of Chinelas. it. Yes, Chinelas. Yes, that's, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys were both thumbs up to the hyped slides, even in lieu yeah. of, of all that, of the uh-huh. ability to just buy a $5 Old Navy slide and move on. You guys thumbs up hyped slides. And we actually had a couple mm-hmm. people reach out. One of them, H.Q. Harrison Koo, hey, said, hey. I need to hear a little bit more from these two. You two specifically. He just oh. assumes that I don't care about price on slides, I guess. But for <laughs> you guys, also, I mean, he's Asian as well, so he's probably like, bruhs, what the fuck is going on with you guys? What do you mean thumbs up to hype slides? Uh, but you guys got some explaining to do. So, Joel, do you want to defend yourself with the thumbs up to hype slides? All right. So with hype slides, um, I'm gonna say like with the with Adidas Adiprene, like the the soul the the soft like the softness of that of that. Even like with the Boost slides, yo, that's like mad comfy, man. Like that's like ten times better than your like five dollar Old Navy. Old Navy slides, but even the, with the Old Navy slides, those are proper too. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but comfy—that's that's the thing though. They're just comfortable. But like it's sixty like, bucks com- though. Sixty bucks on uh, with a promo code and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And our Black Friday sale dog is Black Friday like thirty dollar. About it, yo. Check check. Check check. That's it. Alvin, Let's do you want to defend hype slides at all? I mean, yo. For the most part, for the most of the ones that have dropped, even those easy ones, not the dinosaur looking joints, but like the, the, the other ones, like the clog looking joints, but that are slides, yeah. um, yeah. they're 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 fashionable. You can dress yeah, them up man. a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you can wear those slides with some chinos and like a hoodie, and then it, it would look good. Whereas like if you're wearing some like old navy thongs on your feet with some socks on. Yo, that's it's not a good look. That's not a good and, look. And and to be honest, those old navy ones are cool and anything, but at the same time, there's absolutely no cushioning in them. Whereas Ooh. like when you're paying that little bit of extra for a little bit of hype, um, like for example, those Adidas boosts like uh Pharrell human race slides with the boosts in them, oh. those look dope with the extra straps on the top and everything, and they came in all different sets of colors. And um, I don't have a pair, unfortunately, because I slept on all the sales. However, those are in my carts many times. I just never pulled the trigger. Uh, but those are cool. Super. I have a pair of the boost slides, like the regular ones. Super comfortable. And if I'm going to wear them all day, every day at home, or if I'm going to be out with like the CGS I'm at a cottage, it's pretty much my attire, just slides and like shorts yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If I'm wearing them all day, every day, I want it to be comfortable. But I also want it to look good so that I look good. And if I look good, I feel good. And then, you know, it's a fun time. Bang, bang. That's what it is. All right. That's fair enough. Perfect. Perfect. Super perfect. So basically, Joel's (laughs) response to you, Harrison, comfort. And like, I mean, if you're spending, also the thing is you have to take into account quality, I think, is a big thing as well. And I know I wasn't asked, but I'll chime in a little bit. Um, Quality is a big thing. Like, if you're spending the 50 bucks on a pair of slides from Adidas, Nike, whoever, like the elevated slides, chances are they're going to last you a couple years. Whereas mm-hmm. if you buy the old Navy ones or the dollar store ones or whatever, those will last you a month before you know I mean? they just break up, disintegrate, yeah. whatever it is. So, I mean, in the same amount of time as you're spending the 50 to $60 on a pair of shoe, on one pair of slides, you're probably buying 
eight of the Old Navy ones. So really, it's probably about the same overall. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw that two cents in there as well. So yeah, I think we made, honestly, I think we made a pretty good case for more expensive slides. I kind of just think <laughs> we need to go buy some now. Like, I feel like, <laughs> feel like right? I'm losing money by not buying some expensive slides right now. But we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Next up, NSR. We talk about sneakers a lot. So in this weekly segment, we're going to take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant from the world of sneakers. And we love food. Been a minute oh. since we've done a, a food-related NSR. So yeah. I, and I got a good one because I had a pretty good breakfast today. So okay. I want to know, from bottom to top, build me your ideal breakfast platter. Because there are many options, and I want you to choose between the obvious. You can't have both. Like, you can't have sausage and bacon. You can't have... What? No, see, exactly. I'm saying, like... That's not a platter. You can't say platter, and you can't have more than two meats, bro. Come on. Okay, let's assume you're going up to the breakfast... Let's rephrase the question. You're going up to the breakfast buffet here, Mm -hmm. and the, the person... Not buffet, whatever. The guy says, you can have either... French toast or pancake or a I'm waffle. Leaving. <laughs> yeah, that's like, it's not a fucking buffet, then, bro. And then that's, the next that's one, pancakes in the air, bro. <laughs> False advertisement, dog. And then the next one is you can have sausage <laughs> or bacon or the. So that's how we're gonna. And then the yeah. next one is you can have yeah. toast or home fries or whatever uh, mm-hmm. hash brown. <clears throat> so well, the main ones, you know, everyone knows the deal. Everyone knows those yeah. restaurants, those shady places that make you choose. So if you have to choose between the, the main ones, what are you choosing? I'll go first to give you guys a second to think about it because I feel like I offended both of you and I did not mean to. So yeah, I'm so... Honestly, I've never been to those restaurants. I just fuck re- those restaurants, I just bro. Re- <laughs> I, re- I phrased the question wrong, maybe. Those restaurants... Hey, man, like Denny's makes you choose. And like, you know what? IHOP makes you choose. So when I was in the No, because you, if you're like, yo, I want a side of bacon, they'll give you that. Yeah, obviously. Care. But like in the and platter... And if you don't want to give it to me, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. In the platter... Or you, pancakes you in the air. They make you choose. Yeah, pancakes. if you want... If you don't Waffle. want to give me pancakes and French toast, like I'm leaving. Forget you. Waffle. Catch back, a waffle. I'm joking. Go ahead. Back, go ahead. Go ahead. Back to the question. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hot topic, man. I, I'm a big breakfast fan. Everyone knows that Yo, as well. So I'm, I'm with you. Believe me, the reason I'm asking is because I think I, I deliberate over it every single day of my life. But mm. uh, let's start with the uh, the starter here. How are we taking our eggs? Let's start with that. Because it always okay, it's going to come with eggs. How are we all taking our eggs? I'm going over easy. Alvin. No, sorry, I should direct an order. No, that's cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. At this place, I'm probably not even going to have the eggs. <laughs> it comes with eggs. It comes no, with, dude, it comes I'll go over, over easy. Over, over easy, easy. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Joel, what about you? Man, yeah, I don't know. Probably hard-boiled or something. <laughs> Raw. <laughs> Just let me, me break myself. my own egg. Yeah. <laughs> do it myself. Fuck. No, I'm probably going to go scrambled. Yo. Scramble. He's a scrambled man. Okay. With some cheese. With some cheese. Okay. You know how it is. Some fromage and egg. Okay, next on the yeah. list. Um, is it pancake or French toast or a waffle? Um, shit, I got to go first, don't I? Um, yeah. I'm going to go with waffle, and I think the main reason behind that is I find waffle is more consistent. Like, a pancake can really vary in its deliciousness from very, very good, but also very, very bad. There's a wide range of pancake taste, flavor levels. Waffle Mm -hmm. is narrower. 
because it's made in a waffle iron and it tells you when to flip it. It essentially just comes down to the batter and the batter is mostly the same at most places. So I think that your hit rate with a waffle will be higher. So I'll go with waffle just from analytic standpoint (laughs) of of saying that I have a higher (laughs) chance of having a delicious waffle (laughs) than I do a delicious pancake. The pancake could be better, but it might not be. So that's Mm -hmm. why. And French toast. That's a different story. I do love French toast. But Same, but different story. Different, different mood for French toast. Different. Mm-hmm. It's a different. It's a different world for French toast. It's when I'm on, when yeah. I feel fancy. Um, Alvin, what do you? French toast, waffle, or pancake? Um, I won't go pancake because wifey and my pops, they just the 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 two recipes they make. It's just they ruined pancakes for me. I can't have it unless way. it's theirs. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. if it's not their pancakes, I don't want it. That's um, it. Waffles. Uh, I'm gonna go French toast. We'll go French oh. toast. Um, similarly, because like you can't really fuck up a French toast. Like, I mean, I've seen people do it because I don't know what they did. Uh, however, in my experience, um, I've had you know I haven't had a bad French toast yet. I hope not to ever. Uh, but I mean, you know, I'll, I'll mess with the French toast for this round. Ooh. French toast. I think French this toast round. is definitely on the same plane as pancakes, where it has a wider range of tasting delicious yeah. or tasting really bad. Yeah. But a good French yeah. toast is almost unbeatable. So that's yeah. that's the thing. Like a good, it has a higher ceiling than the other two. I think French toast has yeah. the highest ceiling of the three. Like a mm. fantastic French toast alliteration is like just a head and shoulders above a fantastic pancake or a fantastic waffle. Yeah, we're getting very deep into breakfast conversation. Hey, no, for real. All right, Joel, are you doing pancake or waffle or pan- uh, French toast? All right, since you went, since cousin went uh, French toast, you went um, waffle. I'm gonna go pancake. Now you can fuck up a pancake, but then, <laughs> but then you do have like Aunt Jemima on the side, yeah, you know, saying what's up. So. Mm-mm. I can load up Aunt Jemima and I can grab like, you know, some some packs of butter and like, yeah. you know, slap that shit on there to make it like, you know, what I, how I want it. Drown so out the other yeah. yeah, man. So if it's if it's not perfect, then I'm gonna have to like, you know, slap on that shit there. So but but yeah, I'm gonna go so pancake. Can I just say something though? Yeah. Sometimes you mm. can make you can make a pancake dry. Yeah. But you I, can. I find that you with the waffle or like a French toast, it's hard to make them dry. That's but whereas true. a pancake, I've yeah. had dry pancakes. And like you said, Cuzzle, like that Aunt Jemima yeah. or whatever, Red Mill syrups or whatever it's called now, yeah. it's it's clutch. You need that. You need that. You That's going to be like in the holster on the side. Yep. Ready. <laughs> Ready to go. Ready to so, pull it out. But yeah, man. Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. <laughs> <laughs> 187 on I, a pancake. I, I, I do agree. <laughs> I don't know what's worse though a mo- uh, a dry pancake or a too moist pancake. Dry a too moist pancake no, is not moist. it's not cooked, <laughs> yeah, bro. It's not moist. cooked. No, that's like water. that's just batter. Like if you're moving the plate and the pancakes moving along, that's you gotta you gotta put that back under you. It's like you know under. Man, that's under what I mean though. Pancakes, it's like could be too thick, could be too moist, could be too thin, to be too. It's just yeah, too much variation. Yeah. It's too stressful to think about. That's it. Man. All right, let's do let's do the protein and then we'll move on. Protein. Uh, we're doing go. sausage, bacon, or ham. The unless there's you can go off the board if there's one that you can think. of. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but uh, for mm-hmm. me, it's sausage all day. 
all yeah. day. I'm going with Sausage Links. Um, also ties back into another one of my picks because I love actually both of my picks because I'll put Aunt Jemima syrup on my waffle, but I'll also break the yolk of my uh, over easy egg, and mm. both taste good with sausage yolk with the with the waffle or sorry <laughs> yolk with the sausage tastes good and also Mom. um syrup with the sausage tastes good separately not all three together um so it's just a really good you know whole plate of food yeah. there for me ready to go and uh yeah mm-hmm. i'm starving now uh alvin Ooh. your pick for protein for breakfast yo because because this restaurant's making me pick one I'm picking something that's not on their menu, and it's fried fucking chicken. Mm. Okay, with some chicken gravy. That's it. No, with some syrup, dog. With some syrup. Syrup. Put syrup. that syrup on there. But you didn't and, get uh, waffles, that... though. So, French toast. Put that on top of my French toast, my All guy. Right. Like, All right. yeah, eat it'll it. be good. Put some Pearl Milling Company syrup on that. Mm. Is that the new name of the... Right. It, it is. I, I looked. Yeah. I looked it up just because I want to be sponsored milk. by them. Formerly, formerly Aunt Jemima Pearl Milling Company is now the best syrup in the world. Um, but so yeah, give, give me that fried chicken just because, man. Man, they can't let me have the bacon too. So let's go. Fried, chick, fried chicken is. I'm gonna be complicated. I'm gonna be that Starbucks customer. <laughs> I've never seen so pe- some two people so mad. At one hypothetical situation, as you guys are at hey, this store that does not exist. If it's hypothetical, it happened somewhere. So maybe, maybe it did. Yeah, uh, that's def- <laughs> that's definitely not a saying. If it's hypothetical, it happened somewhere is not a saying. <laughs> it is on CGS. <laughs> it's definitely not something that anybody says. All right, Joel, pick, bring us home. Give us a protein. What's your breakfast protein of choice? My breakfast protein of choice is longanisa. Oh, oh they're oh, definitely damn. not gonna have that shit. Yeah, <laughs> they're not ready for us, cause. The problem, yo, run that. They're gonna have to go to friggin' uh, seafood city to buy some of our stuff, bro. Damn, man. Damn. <laughs> Damn, I regret not going off the board now too. Shit. All right. <laughs> starving. You gotta starving. get mad. You gotta get mad. Apparently, you gotta I gotta be mad. mad to make the right breakfast gotta decision be, choices. Gotta be triggered, yo. Just yeah, triggered. you guys were two turns up from that. We gotta move on. <laughs> Next up, errors, edits, and e-messages. We're pretty smart guys, but from time to time we make mistakes. So if you catch us slipping, hit us in the DM and we'll let the world know that we goofed. And three Ooh. people, probably more, caught it. Three people oh. messaged us about it. Lou Kang, unders- Lou underscore Kang underscore nine, JB Will, and, okay. Sneaker James. Life, and Sneaker Life Husband. A-A-Rod. All three oh. of them said, Matthew McConaughey is sponsored by Lincoln, not Buick. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it's in the same umbrella though. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really count though. That's like saying like, yeah, Jordan's a Nike athlete. Like that's not something that people would say. He was though. Was it's a swoosh. Okay. It's a swoosh. I will say though, swoosh Nike or Jordan. That Alvin was the one who said Buick. He did that. So. Who cares? It's fucking Buick and Lincoln, bro. Target like, it all at Alvin. See? <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> come at me, yo. Y'all act like you're driving those cars anyway, dog. They, like, did. Damn. they did come at you. Yo, Aaron's got a Subi, a sexy Subi, so he can't even come at me. Like, he's got a sexy Subaru. Like, James B. Will, I know he's got a sexy van out there, so you can't even come at me. You don't have no Lincoln van, bro. Maybe you got some next sexy one. No, Buicks don't make vans. They're not family friendly. Fuck those guys. They they have a new seven seater uh third row. Luke Kang. Yeah. yeah, that Luke takes Kang. away that takes away your trunk space. So no. 
I think Liu Kang drives a navigator though. Yep. He seems like a navigator. He does. Liu Kang. <laughs> Liu underscore Kang underscore nine. Lincoln navigator. A navigator. Run um, it. Also has the third row. This segment, by the way, was brought to you by Buick Lincoln. Um, <laughs> Buick Lincoln. <laughs> Buick Lincoln. What is that? What's that umbrella? That's not GM, is it? No, it's the other one. No, no it, is, it, is it is under the GM. Under the GM umbrella. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. General. We got all yeah. the General Motors you know? now. Chevrolet. Yeah. Who else you want? What else you got? Um, I don't know. Are they but GM? shout out to you guys, though. Thank you for yeah. pointing that out. I mean, I fucked up, but it's all good. <laughs> who else is under GM? Is it Chevrolet? GM. GMC. Yeah, so uh, Chevrolet, Chevy, I think that's the C, yeah. Chevy, yeah. GMC. And then Buick. And then I think it's Dodge, no? No, Dodge no, is on its own. Oh, Dodge something. Dodge is like Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep. Dodge Ford, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodge, Chrysler, no, Jeep, Ford's, that's Chrysler, yeah. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, yeah. Ford yeah. is by itself, guys. Okay. <laughs> Ford is by itself. Found on the road dead. Toyota is just Toyota. Ford. <laughs> Toyota is just Toyota. Oh, no, I think Lexus, no? Lexus Toyota, Toyota, Lexus, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then Honda Ack, Honda Acura. Honda Acura. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. We are smart people. We're Anything else? Hey. We could do the rest of the episode like this. Nike Converse. You guys want to keep going? Or? I think it's Jaguar <laughs> Land Rover. No? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. BMW Jaguar Mini. Uh, BMW Mini. Yeah. Uh-huh. There we go. Gang, gang. And Smart Car, I think, is also BMW, right? They don't count. They're not cars. They count. Anyway. All right. That's good enough. <laughs> Anyone else have any uh, That's a car? go-kart, bro. That's a go-kart. <laughs> it's a go- it's a backpack. Car related <laughs> umbrella. We got car company umbrellas on lock. All right, moving on from car companies. Uh, <laughs> spent far too much time on that. Uh, one more from SW Sneakers, aka the homie Matt. Believe from the Matt. UK, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. He says, "Hey guys, UK, bro. Another great UK. episode this week. Um, by the way, it was me." Who made the A to ZX comment two oh, weeks ago? Shit. Just to put an end to the mystery. So the the, the <laughs> statement that I attributed to Joseph Ra'an was actually the homie Matt from oh, the man. UK. We've been making a lot of mistakes in it. Sorry, bro. In it. <laughs> Love you guys. Moving on. <laughs> Moving. Shout out to all the EE ears, though. Yeah. Shout out to the EE ears. We make lots of pointing mistakes. out our stupidness. Yeah, that's we're gonna have. I'm sure we fucked up all those car companies. So we're about to have a yeah. lot more. More EE. Yeah, coming I'm up. ready. I'm ready yeah. for a segment sponsored by Buick Lincoln. It did not go very well. Um, all right, and our final discussion, real quick. Um, so again, we had a lot of messages sent this week, so I kind of expanded to because two of them were kind of similar. So one of them, the first one, ironically enough, is from J Raan. And he says, I haven't felt Joke. inspired by shoes that are coming out this year, except for the new EQT Adidas releases. Wondering if you guys can psychoanalyze me on why this is happening. And are you guys feeling anything close to this or am I in, am I in my own boat? Um, are you guys feeling uninspired by sneakers right now? Do you think it's fatigue? Do you think it's COVID fatigue? Do you think it's sneaker fatigue? What do you guys think? Are you guys feeling uninspired at all? Or is it just maybe some people are being exposed to the same thing over and over again and it's us not us slash them not expanding their horizon enough to see what else is out there and just being tired of seeing the same shit from the same people that they're choosing to continue to expose themselves to i don't know if that all makes sense um alvin any input on on the message here from jay and i mean it's not that i'm uninspired it's definitely that um there's I, i feel like it might be that there's too much coming out all at once um every brand right now is coming out with a collabo and it's just like, that's what it is. If it's not hype, 
you don't want it, right? And I, I get what he's saying about the EQTs too, just because it's like the EQT when it came out, obviously they had collabs with other stores, but the hype around it was was from the OG EQT. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's definitely not the same, but I, it's never been the same since who knows when. But this year specifically, like nothing's come out for me that's been like i gotta have it i'll i'll pay resale for it um it's just not nothing nothing's enticed me like that in a while and i don't know what it is hmm. Ooh. interesting joel what about you any uh uninspiredness on your end um i don't know it's it's like like this year or just in general? Just generally or? speaking. Like I, I think this year is when a lot of people have started feeling it. Um, yeah. A lot of which a lot of it has to do with the repeated bombardment of Jordan One and Dunk, which I think most yeah. people are just feeling now like beaten down by that repeatedly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, you know, it's like you said, it's just the same thing over and over again. Um like even with the collabos and stuff like that, it just seems like it's all the same collabo. Um, I don't know. It's just, I totally agree. Um, nothing's really jumping out at all. Um, other than like, you know, seeing like, like that whole EQT line that it's good to see that come back. Um, did I jump on it? No. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It's just not for me. It's just not right. Really in me right now like to like you know pursue anything like even you know everyone's like yo why didn't you jump on the pada air max ones you're an air max one guy i'm like i know but it's just not there's no drive for me to like you know resell's pretty dope right now but i'm not like flipping you know flipping out just trying to get a pair but for me i think it's it's a different maybe it's the pandemic that messed me up like not going out and physically buying the shoe Mm. um but it's just like a, it's a different mind, like state of mind right now when it comes to like buying shoes and what really gets me going. Um, like I always come back to like, you know, even like, you know, the old school stuff that that like I'd rather drop, you know, X amount of dollars on a pair of 992s than grab like, you know, something hype. You know what I'm saying? Like if that makes any sense. Absolutely. But but yeah, man, like. I agree. Like nothing's really jumping out. Um, I'm going back to like dad shoes and and whatnot. Like, so we'll see. I like to ee myself before everyone else does. I Mm. lied. I'm sorry. I hope you guys forgive me. Mm. Uh, There was a pair this year that I would have gladly paid resale for if I could afford it, and it was the Amamaniara threes. However, other than that specific pair, nothing. I mean, don't get me wrong. There have been dope pairs that have come out, but I feel like it's just so much coming out so fast that it's just like where do i go like i don't you know but yeah i just wanted to ee myself so i apologize for lying sorry i definitely will agree it is like overwhelming um really overwhelming and it's like to no fault really to the brands in this sphere because like Mm. they're putting out a lot of good shit and all the brands are putting out a lot of good shit so when it's so much good shit, it's like you just need to take a step back and you're like, holy, yeah. I, like, whoa, like you're overwhelmed. Yeah, um, that's what it is. It's like too. a combination of that and then also like 
again, the bombardment of a lot of the same stuff, which is like just feeling dry and played out at this point, which like, again, some of it is like really, really good. Like the college Navy dunk, which is just a white and Navy dunk, which is one of my favorites in my, my own personal collection. I would have loved to get another pair, but like literally just like let the release skate by me because of just feeling that Nike sportswear dunk fatigue and constant bombardment is like, holy crap, do something else. Like, please do something else. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that's definitely a big part of it too. And now Alvin brought up a good point and I'm wondering if like maybe our standards are now so high, which is not a bad thing on our point, that our standards are so high that it takes a lot now to wow us because we expect a lot from these brands where like they can put out good shit, but we need great shit. Um, like mm-hmm. the AMM three is a great example. Cause like that all around from story to release to execution to just everything yeah. was perfect, right. flawless, beautiful. Um, and then like, it just makes everything else look lackluster. That could also be a thing. Um, mm. yeah, I think, I think we'll look back at this year and not think poorly of it. Cause there was a lot of really good releases Oh but yeah. right yeah. now. It's like so much going on that you're like, Oh my God, where do I begin? Um, mm. What do you think could bring you out of this fatigue? Um, is there a release? Is there something coming up? Maybe that we have, I mean, it's November 23rd, seven days mm-hmm. away from December. We have the CGS countdown to 2022. We'll be very, very soon. This is actually technically our last hey. episode before that go. begins. Um, mm-hmm. So that's always, that always re-energizes me in a lot of different ways uh, especially going to the new year which is a nice touch um air max month not far around the corner from that three months after that even all-star um really close after that christmas you know snow hopefully pandemic restrictions loosening is there anything you think specifically could bring you out of this little fatigue or slump if you i wouldn't even call it a slump just like the fatigue and the blah feeling surrounding all this alvin um honestly probably just access man like yo all all these dunks that people be talking about it's like i mean i guess nike's trying to make it available for everyone to have a dunk but at the same time you're still making that specific color that is released limited sorta aside from the panda ones because apparently the panda ones are restocking monthly 20 times yeah um, yeah, all the time. but it's like I don't know, man. It's still for some reason it's still hard to get. So even the pandas, yo, know, like I try it every single time just because it's a black and white sneaker. You know why not? Um, mm. But it's still for some reason unattainable. Um, I don't know if it's something I'm doing or whatever, but I feel like access will definitely help many people get out of a slump. Whether it's like an exclusive sneaker or it's just a regular Nike Dunk. Uh, if you're trying to make a dunk a GR, make it a fucking GR and don't fucking limit it type stuff. Um, I would say that that for me to get out of whatever I am in, just, you know, give me some access. Allow allow whoever wants a pair to get a pair. Yes, that kills the hype, but who cares? Because right. either way, you know what I'm saying? It's, the shoe's going to be popping. So whatever. I like that a lot. Um, Joel, what about you? Is there anything that you feel like could be injected or could come up that would make you more excited surrounding sneakers again? Um, more parties, like you oh, know, yeah. like, like those those makeway parties, yo. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Makeway. Shout out, yo. But yeah, if you guys man, are like, free yesterday. We should have seen you there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come by yesterday. 
Or I wasn't there. I was at practice. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, like you know, like something like that, like something that that'll give that energy, that whole vibe, you know, good vibes, good people's, like you know, it, like that, like bring that back. Um, you know, obviously with with restrictions and whatnot, but just to be out and out and about and like mingling and you know, talking it up with like you know homies and homegirls, like that kind of stuff, like that kind of vibe that'll probably get me out of the funk um, and probably get other, a lot of other people out mm. of the funk too. But yeah, man, some, some shit like that. Like, let's just do it, man. Just like do it up. Like, you yeah. Know? That's a great point. Actually really, really good yeah. point because like I didn't care for those starfish Jordan one lows until I got to the, right? to make way that day. And then I was like, I yeah. need the shoe so bad. Like <laughs> it, it definitely plays yeah. a big role. And as like going back to one of the things Joel said earlier in the episode, it adds part of the story to the sneaker that a lot of us cherish, which is like the pickup. That's story, what it is. Yeah. Adds memories mm-hmm. and adds another depth and like layer to an actual pair of sneakers. Um, for me personally, I do think that the countdown is going to really re-energize mm-hmm. me. I'm too. excited for that. Uh, every year we always look forward to that so that's really 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 cool Um, coming up in a week less than a week now that when you guys are listening to this and like just on a personal level I'm trying to like literally just buy shoes that I know I'm going to wear like it's not fun to buy shoes and toss them in the closet it is fun sometimes to like you know get that shoe you've been after for a long time and just like have it be a collector's piece for a year but like really trying to like just buy it and wear it the next day like that's like the vibe that i'm trying to be on right now is buy sneakers that i want to wear immediately because that's when you get that instant gratification and that joy of like yeah good pickup bro um again like i wore those shocking ping 14s like ups or some shit because i just couldn't wait to wear them Mm -hmm. um and that should be that's what i'm trying to make my pickups at like as of late i got those cdg 180s from chris Brought them mm-hmm. on a trip with me and wore them fucking like 15 times in like 30 days since I got them. Nope. Um, just dope. like that kind of stuff is definitely mm-hmm. something that I'm looking to do more often. Um, and this one really quickly from Matt OMTL. So sort of on the same vein here as, uh, you know, exhaustion, being beaten down by stuff. We're going to kind of foreshadow a little bit. And he says he thinks foams and Air Max 1s will be on Nike's roadmap for 2022. Dunks have been milked. There's Those are next. Uh, that's my two cents. We're watching Nike set the stage with rare slash insane pairs um, to get people talking, see what they're doing with the Off-White Jordan 2, uh, the Union Jordan 2, and etc. They kick off the catalog with collabs and wow pairs, and then the GRs fly. Um, my first question is, because I have my doubts, to be honest. I don't know if this is an, a Jordan 2 thing um that they're doing or just like uh we can fucking sell anything flex that they're doing but do you guys think that gr jordan twos and foams sell out next year if they start doing them i do not foams i I find it harder to to see foam selling out because of the price point that they'll be at um yes the cdg ones were a collabo but if you look at just regular foams they retail like 250 and that was pre that was back then. Yeah. A while ago. Yeah. So now you're probably looking at a $300 retail foam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they're cool, but who knows, man? Like, I don't see those selling out as quick. Um, Jordan 2s, yeah. I mean, I could see that. Like, if you bring out a, I don't. It depends on the colorway, though. Like, That's what I mean, though. Because, like, the OG colorway will sell out. The OG colorway yeah. in any Jordan model will sell out. So that's yeah. not a fair argument, I don't think. It's if they bring out a GR in like a poo-poo colorway 
and it's like yeah. triple blue. Is that selling out in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two? I say no, but sorry, I didn't mean to cut no. you off, Alvin. Mm. Yeah, no, probably not though. It has to be like OG colorway. They're they're not gonna be able to sell just a regular. Like you you, you see it now too. Like the thirteen, some thirteens have dropped recently. Uh, some Jordan sixes dropped recently that are still available on shelves or on websites at stores. So it's like you already see like the quote unquote power kind of diminishing from certain models and with certain colorways that they're bringing out. So, I mean, yeah. with the twos, they got to be smart about it if that's what they're trying to push. Um, but yeah, I, well, only time will tell, I guess we'll see how big this hype is with the twos in the near future. But I mean, twos have a possibility of selling out, but uh, foams, I'm, I'm skeptical. I don't think mm. again, and I, it kind of goes back to foams too, but like, if they bring out Royal Foams, whether it's after or before a CDG foam posit comes out, it's going to sell out. It's a classic colorway. I think yeah. the argument to be made here is whether a regular GR colorway, something that's like Pine Green Jordan 3 equivalent in a Jordan 2 comes out. A Pine Green Jordan 2 is not selling out. I don't care if there's fucking a Union collab and a fucking Off-White collab and a Travis collab and a fucking Kanye collab. It doesn't matter. A Pine 3 Jordan 2 is not selling out. Um, sorry, Sean. Uncle Scott, I apologize. Maybe I offended he'll you. He'll be happy. He'll, be, he'll just get all the pairs. Yeah, he'll, he'll get, get all the Boston pairs, Boston yeah. Celtics colorway of a Jordan 2, and he'll be happy. Um, foam Ooh. posits. Honestly, I think that a... Fo- Maybe this is a hot take, but I think a foam posit in a non-OG colorway has a better chance of selling out than a Jordan 2 in a non-OG colorway. Yeah or nah? That's a hot take. Mm. Yeah or nah? Foam posit has a bigger cult following than Jordan 2, though. Yeah, I agree. So the, the CDG wasn't as hype as the off-white. That's what I'm saying. But the yeah. price point was way higher. That's like... The th- that was here's, the problem. It doesn't matter, bro. If, a, if, if the Jordan 2 had the same price point as that fucking CDG, the Jordan 2 would have still sold out. Oh, of course. No, 100%. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, like, next year, if a pine green equivalent foam posit come out and a pine green equivalent Jordan 2 come out the same day... The foam posit sells out first because there's a wider audience for foam posits than there is Jordan 2s. Maybe in the U.S. Generally speaking, overall. Neither have a big audience in, in Canada. Where Canada got sold. I'm speaking for Canada. No one has a big I audience don't in Canada. Think, I don't think it'll really do that great. No. I don't think either. The price point, great. man. The price point will, will be... The, I, I feel like the price will be the, the, the deciding factor. I'm a 300 phone posit or a 215 uh 240 240 240 250 you're gonna spend you're gonna you're, and i feel like the jordan 2 is more wearable than the, the phone posit oh i 100 agree with that yeah. um i just think that the phone posit unless you put travis scott in some phone posits <laughs> even then i'm not buying that shit but like unless you put him in some phone posits then you know what i'm saying like it's not uh, it's not a thing bro i just think that Foam posit heads are more insane than Jordan 2 heads, and they'll sell out anything because they've been equally as starved as Jordan 2 heads, but they're more insane <laughs> than Jordan 2 heads, yeah. in my opinion. It'd be interesting to see, though. Um, but yeah, on that note, thank you to everybody who sent in all of the questions because that was a really, really fun episode. Um, but yeah, any final words on Jordan 2s and foam posits? No? Okay, I'm right. Got it. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who would have thought we'd be ending an episode on Jordan 2 and Phone Posit? Damn. Whoa. <laughs> what a world. <laughs> uh, but yeah, wherever you guys are taking in this episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. Make sure to check out CanadaGotSold.ca to shop the latest CGS merch. Peep to YouTube for our latest videos and check out CGS Talk on Facebook to chop it up with us. Don't forget to use hashtag CanadaGotSold on Instagram for a feature. I have been Lawrence Hopkins, and you can find me at LDoggyStyles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J-O underscore D three O's N-E-Y. My name is Alvin Quincy, and you can find me at M-I-S-T-E-R-Q and then Mart. Thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 187 episodes. And please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS, and we are out. Peace. What are you more likely to do? Buy a GR Jordan 2 or choose ham as your choice for breakfast? Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, choose ham from La Carpette in Montreal. That's Ooh, oddly specific. Yeah. Well, this episode was oddly specific. It was oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs>